Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Yes, it's a skeleton crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information, but uh, pretty much have the A-team. We can throw Mike, Rusty, and Barry under the bus because they're not here, right, Patrick? Two All men right. enter, one man will leave. Uh-oh. Well, that could make yeah. things a little bit more exciting than I was expecting, yeah. but... Yeah, this this is this is like uh, akin to a WWE cage match, right? Well, re- remember, I'm a, a deputy black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> just for the record, <laughs> okay. Don't push your luck, my friend. Uh, enjoy your certificate. Okay. Well, look, uh, we're going to navigate uh, some boating news and uh, stay on track. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, whether we break into a cage match, we'll have to. Where it remains to be seen. So, uh, first up on the agenda, I know, is a story that kind of dovetails after last week. We were talking about this this boat car. You know, we've had uh, several boat cars over the years come out that look cool. Last week's sounded like uh, kind of a bust. It looked goofy, but you could drive it, you know, on a road. And then you could, you know, go into the water and was like, all right practicality might be there but it looked ridiculous i didn't think yeah it had you'll, cool you'll do it one time and then you'll realize what a hassle it is and never do it again yeah maybe i mean i guess it was electric but you know it, it didn't look the you know look as cool as like a you know a few years ago we had that one that looked kind of like something right out of a james bond film i'm like okay that could catch on eh, never did never did so this week we have a kind of uh i don't know spin on that story uh, this is from uh, Fiat has come out with a uh, boat that actually looks like one of their goofy little Volkswagen like cars. But how th- dare but, you call it a Volkswagen? Well, it's a Fiat, I know, but uh, but this one doesn't drive. It just looks like a car on the water. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what the hell's going on here? This looks, I don't know. I I, I see it up on the uh, World of Boating Facebook page. Uh, Patrick, but are you behind me? And that the, I, I don't like the look of this either. This looks ridiculous to me. I uh, mean, what this, do you think? this is a this is along the trend of this. So this is not an amphibious car. So it, last week's show, I certainly expressed my displeasure um, with the amphibious car market, and that it is time to stop because nobody wants to buy your ridiculous conversion car boat. Uh, this boat car um this is a boat that lo- resembles a car is really what it is right so this this follows a trend uh yeah quite a few years ago there was a company that was making them they look like jeeps they look like lamborghinis you know all this other stuff it's a novelty thing this is called the fiat 500 offshore and this was made with fiat's blessing uh, and was developed by antonio pietro maria galasso hmm. Um, whose company cars offshore was given the green light by the Fiat licensing office and the Fiat style center to build boats from current 500 production cars. 
And basically what they did is they took a Fiat 500, they chopped it up, and basically from about half the wheel well height up, put it on top of a hull, Hmm. and then powered it with a whopping 40-horsepower Mercury outboard uh, motor. Uh, although you can get them up to 115, that would that frightens me <laughs> thinking of this thing with a 115 horsepower outboard engine on the back of it because that would make it uh, probably more powerful than the Fiat 500 that you see well, on the I road. I was going to say uh, the horsepower or a Honda Ridgeline, uh, one of the quiet. two. <laughs> but but you know the thing is, uh, this thing does not drive on land, so they're just no. taking the aesthetics of their car and putting it on a boat. And it just looks ridiculous to me. No, they, like, they took the actual car. They took an actual car. They chopped the roof well, it's off. It's even worse. They, they, they moved the rear seat back to create more, more uh, seating in the back. Plus, you don't need the trunk on this thing. So, you know, they did some uh, design stuff. But it, they, took the, an actual, they took actual Fiat 500s. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they took it and made a fiberglass body and uh, did that, which other companies have done with, like, Jeeps and uh lamborghinis and stuff like that but nobody that i know of has taken an actual lamborghini and chopped it and put it on a boat right uh, but give florida people time mm. and i'm sure we will do it eventually well the novelty of it i mean you know they have these cars that uh you know uh, you can uh, you know take out on the lake there at disney but they actually do drive down into the water this thing doesn't even drive on land at all it does not. So that that's my my gripe with this. I'm like, what the heck? Why? What is it? Why is is it? it purely promotional? Is that all? They, all this was uh, to promote oh. Fiat on the water. Hey, look, we got a car that uh, we turned into a boat. I mean, <laughs> so they they um, uh, cars offshore and Stellantis uh, launched these uh, literally uh, last year. A uh, little bit of research shows they have been used in some promotional events. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there might have been a surfing competition that Fiat was a sponsor of. So they had a bunch of these, you know, crews offshore. Um, and now you're finding, of course, the market for these really is rental. So you're going to see some down in the Miami area because Florida. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. Uh, well, I, and, I just uh, don't see the point of it. I, I mean, like I said, it's it's, it's a novelty. It's, well, yeah, it's just well, like. Hey, yeah, let's but it, go. But it doesn't even drive on the on the land. I mean, if it, if it's going to be a boat car, it should at least have some it's, capability. But it's not a boat car. It's a boat that re- it's a boat. It's a car that resembles a boat. I don't. Get unlike it. a true amphibious car, which is rife with uh, engineering challenges and problems. Mm-hmm. This is a much saint, still ridiculous, yeah. and it's a novelty. But it's certainly a much. Uh, from Cap- Captain Patrick gives it two props up. How's that? Really? You, yeah. you actually like this idea? I I like it better than an amphibious car. <laughs> no, no way. No way. Yes. I mean, yes. A, this is like a fake uh, boat car. So That's, is an amphibious car. Well, an no, amphibious least, car is a fake boat. Well, Or it's a fake it, car. You it, get the best of both worlds. Well, it might be, but at least it has some... You know, it's like use. a Honda Ridgeline is a fake truck. Wrong. You should be all with this. Wrong. But uh, regardless, I mean, I, I just uh, I don't uh, get the point of doing this other than maybe, like you said, promotionally, they want to put something out there when they're sponsoring events. But I, I was like, what? what is the point of this? Why? You know, if you're going to do a boat car, make it a boat car. You should be able to go on the land a little bit, at least, you know, whether it's practical or not, you know, but this is like 
taking the worst of the idea and maximizing it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you're if you're gonna if you're going to do something like this, and again, you're not going to do it with a fiberglass body. In other words, you you haven't you know pulled the mold off an existing car body and doing it that way, where you're going to take a real car mm-hmm. and chop it up and then put it on a boat hull and power it with an outboard motor. I would have, yeah, I guess a jet, jet engine probably would be more, uh, more challenging because well, do from it the handling like a Corvette uh, convertible or something, you know, they're fiberglass bodies, right? Yeah. But you have, but you have to, unless you take an actual Corvette and how dare you um, take an actual Corvette and chop it and put it on a boat hull. This is something that again, in conjunction with Fiat, where they allowed them, they bought the cars, chopped them cut the roofs off, move the rear seats back, basically gutted the interiors. And just, yeah, it's a novelty. They use them for promotion. And now, of course, they are finding their true home, which is as rentals. So, you know, you're down in the Miami area. You want to cruise the Miami River. Certainly, hopefully, nobody tries to take one of these out (laughs) through all over uh, because that would be a disaster. Mm. Uh, So it's it's. It's cute. Is there a market for it? No. You know, they're, they're, and they're only going to build, of course, because it's a Fiat 500, they're only ever going to build 500 of these. Oh, wow. Which is 400 too many. 499 too many. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. But, All right. Well, uh, just that's a bad idea, at least according to us, but whatever. They can do what they want. We'll try to get uh, focused on more positive boating stories next on the World of Boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me, or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK K7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook. 
the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast hi guys y'all look great it's so good to see y'all Likewise. Welcome to Hilton Head Island. It's Woo! absolutely beautiful. It it's so amazing. And so I figured what better way to see the island than on a boat. Yeah! This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. We're your crew navigating the latest boating news and information. All right. So uh, maybe you're staying up with The Bachelor, waiting for him to get on a boat for the next fantasy date. Or just looking for the latest uh, entertainment news. You know, is Taylor Swift out on a boat? Not that we know of. Uh, Joe Jonas. Oh, she was. Do we have a Taylor Swift story to share? No. Oh, okay. But she was she was down in uh, Australia. Australia, uh, with, yeah. With, with Mr. Kelsey. And photographers were swarming all over and trying to get a picture of her. On a boat? And Kelsey, yeah, coming on or off the boat. Yeah. And then apparently there were some threats made and her father uh, punched one of the photographers. Ah. Uh, because he's just being a good dad. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, all right. Uh, sure, sure. You know, some of the paparazzi there, yeah. it's, it's, we, we kind of, I think most of us probably have a disdain for that type of pseudo journalism, if you will, where they're willing to do anything and try to goad you into some action uh, in order to get the Taylor, picture. Taylor, make Kelsey walk the plank. Come on, Taylor. Yeah, something like that. No, oh. no. Uh, right. To where there were actual threats made, but no, we didn't. We didn't have anything for that. There was a. Uh, there is a video, a story. Uh, I don't even know if these guys are still relevant. I guess they are. What, the Jonas, uh, the Jonas Brothers. The Heck Jonas yeah. Brothers. Oh man, they're top of their game. Oh, uh, you're a fan, are you? No, of, of the, not of at the all. Jonas of the Jonases. I'm not. There are no BGs. Let me tell you that. Well, okay. But they're alive, so they're still touring. So, so is one. So is one BG, which would make them just the bees at this point. I believe uh, BG. All right, yeah. But uh, Jonas Brothers. So is Joe Jonas. He was no, out. It was. It was or Nick. Was one? Oh, it was Nick. It, it, it was, they're interchangeable <laughs> as far as right. I know. <laughs> but, um, one of the Jonas Brothers was doing <laughs> yeah. what exactly? What happened to well, him? Well, he, he was just riding along on the back of a boat. And, he, and here's okay. the thing: the, 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 the if you want to check out the story, you know, at worldofboating.com, you can find it there or at the World of Boating Facebook page where these are posted. And you know, some are serious stories, some are industry related, some are just nonsense like this because. We got to get some humor out of our day. And I promise you, as the person who oversees the World of Boating uh, media team, you will not get inundated with m- many, many stories throughout the course of the day where it's clogging up your newsfeed. But hours one, of mindless entertainment is yeah, what there's we There's one, there's maybe two. Yeah. yeah, try to throw in a video here and there. So if you haven't liked this or checked this out, please do so or make sure that you stop by the World of Boating Facebook page. More importantly, other than the stories, Take a look at our sponsors that are on there because they are what makes this show possible. Again, this is a by and large 
first and foremost, a live radio show, which we know a lot of you wind up listening to a podcast. That's after Greg cleans it up, Mm -hmm. washes it through his equipment nine times. Um, So it sounds a lot different than live. (laughs) My voice sounds actually pleasing to the ear by the time Greg is done. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, so with this story, the the headline, (laughs) thanks. The headline was, watch Nick Jonas get clabbered by waves on oh, a man. boat ride in Sydney Harbor. Hey, I watched that. Heck, you uh, d- it didn't happen. Oh, he didn't there, get there, clobbered? There, I, I, think it was, I think it was basically spray um, that hit him in the face, uh, and you can't even see it. And then he uh, turns towards whoever was filming. I believe it's with a liquid refreshment in his hand. Yeah. And just kind of, and it's like. I was waiting. I was waiting for Wave to clobber this guy. Right. Like so you know, I'm expecting. Well, I was. Yeah. I mean, I'm expecting, expecting like, maybe, Nick Jonas to get clobbered by a rogue wave or by a boat wake or something, and it's a big letdown. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Like maybe they chopped uh, the throttles and the and the, and the wake came up the transom of the boat. Mm, and, you know, totally washed over them. Yeah. This this was a non-story, but still. Check it out, and you can always let us know what you think in the comments section. That, because, you know what? That'd be a great viral video trend. That would should be the next big YouTube thing. Like, uh, if you find a celebrity on your local waterway, you just take your boat, uh, buy him as fast as you can, and try to blast him with your wing. No, do not do that. No. Do not do that, yeah, Greg. Do it. Do, no, do Why? not do that. The views expressed by Greg Holt are those of Greg Holt only. And uh, I'm not responsible. As a lawyer. I'm just saying it uh, would be a great viral video moment, seeing celebrities no, get whacked. No, it would not. It would not be a great viral video moment. Why? What's because it's, what's it's reckless operation. Don't well, do that. Don't try to spray somebody's boat and get them wet. That's when bad stuff happens. That's what happened down in, in Southeast Florida two weeks ago, Greg. Mm-hmm. Okay. To so, who? Well, uh, down in Biscayne Bay, there was this. Uh, they have this 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 boat, the tour boat, if you will. It's called the Thriller. So it's a high speed. You know, it's multiple seats. So when you look at it, it, it looks like something that you would probably see at like Disney or Universal Studios, where there's row after row after row after row after row of steep. But it does a high speed tour, you know, and it's 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 th- it's the thriller, you know. So you know what you're kind of getting, you know, right. when you go when you go into this thing. So the boat's under operation, legally operating in the waterways. And uh, one of the passengers happened to be trying to take a selfie or wound up recording video. And what you see is as it is underway at a high rate of speed, which is legally allowable, this is a business mm-hmm. that is operating, has been, it go, undergoes inspections from the Coast Guard. It's not something that I would probably do, but hey, you're down in that area. You want to go do this type of thing? Have at it. It's a lot of fun. Literally a blast. You're making Enjoy a lot yourselves. of waves, right? No, it's just a high-speed boat. Well, okay? yeah, but you're yeah, so, making a lot of wake and just speeding around and spraying yeah, just stuff, Well, right? it's pointing out stuff, and hey, we can see parts of you know Miami down here that we yeah. wouldn't normally ever get to see. We can do it by water and mm-hmm. you know have, have some fun, so on and so forth. As far as I know, the research I did, never any complaints about this company, the operation of the vessels, anything like that. But during the video, and again, if you check this out at worldboating.com or worldboating, you know, Facebook, you'll see on this lady's video that there is a boat that approaches the starboard rear quarter at a high rate of speed and runs right into the boat, mm. which injured 13 people that were on this boat. Um, 
it was it was not it was not a good deal. But this boat that came at them, you could see where it actually makes a turn. Like I don't know if he was planning on trying to race the boat or that the people on the boat that he was on, which was a center console, uh, that they were uh, wanting to maybe get pictures of this high speed boat, you know, and run right alongside of it, uh, something like that. Turns out that the boat that caused the impact uh, may have been operating as an illegal charter. The Coast Guard is uh, investigating. And now, of course, lawyers are brought into the uh, the uh, incident. So uh, Thomas Graham, whose firm Mausner Graham Injury Law is representing for the victim, says, you have people that were rendered unconscious, people that suffered serious injuries, 13 people were rushed to the hospital following the collision that occurred on February 11th. Uh, so here's the thing with Mr. Graham, lawyer, Esquire. I'm going to tell you what he said on the backside of this commercial. Sounds good. It's next on the World of Sit Boating. tight. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. You guys, where's Haley? Um, she is on a boat in the marina, putting you in her rear view mirror. Boats have those, don't they? Come on down to my boat, baby. This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick, skeleton crew, navigating the latest boating news and information. All right, so we have this story. This happened once again down in uh, in Miami area on the yep. boat uh, Thriller. And it was one of those, you know, fun, fast boat charters that you could, you know, typical tourist thing you could do down there on the waterway. So a boat comes up next to him. I don't know, maybe trying to take a selfie, center console, gets too close, runs into them, creates a big mess. People get hurt, and the lawyers get involved. And, okay, the lawyer representing who? Thriller or the other boat? Uh, the lawyer is threatening, uh, is representing some of the passengers that were on the Thriller. Okay. And so, he says what? 
He said, and this is why it's very, very important, ladies and gentlemen, to make sure that you hire the right law firm. <laughs> uh, maybe one that has a, a, a marine liability division or a, a, a maritime law division, uh, because this guy's heading for, this is going to be a problem. We actually believe that both vessels are at fault, said Graham. Hmm. On a body of water like this, there are on-land navigation rules that you are required to follow. And it's basic common sense, such as maintain a safe speed, maintain a safe lookout, and avoid collisions. Right. Wrong. 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 Um, there are there are no on land navigation rules that apply to boating. Okay, but I mean, name, name one name one on land navigation rule that applies to boating that is legally enforceable. Well, I mean, uh, right turn he, on red. Well, no, I, I get it, but I mean, you should maintain a safe dis- distance from another vessel. It's okay. just common sense, right? It's, well, it gets into reckless all, operation. Have you met? Have you talked with many boaters, Greg? No, I don't. But I'm just saying that in that kind of common sense that, of course, okay. yes, you don't ma- do that. maintaining a safe distance right. is something that you should do. You mm-hmm. should expect the unexpected. Your head's on a swivel. You are maintaining a safe lookout. But his first thing about there are on land navigation rules that you're required to follow, and it's basic common sense such as maintain a safe speed, maintain a safe lookout. Right. I don't know that you do that while driving a car where you're maintaining a safe lookout, where your head's on a swivel. Normally, you're pretty well focused on straight ahead and then the occasional glance to your side mirrors, uh, things like that, and avoid collisions. Yeah, duh. Right. Um, but there, there are those, those are not, those, those rules, if you will, are not enforceable out on the water um, in that it's it's not something that happened in this case. You had a vessel that was legally chartered. This is what they do. They provide rides, you know, on a daily basis. I don't know how many times they turn uh, that boat over, you know, as far as, you know, whether that's an hour or two hour tour or three hour tour. Probably three hour tour. Of course, that's what you typically would do. I think you that's the standard it when it comes to boating, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a coconut radio is optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're doing this, they are operating legally. They've been licensed. They've been inspected. They have the proper. It's a licensed captain. It's a licensed crew, so on and so forth. And then you have this other boat, this moron that decides to take it upon themselves to approach this boat that is traveling at a high rate of speed and failed to judge the distance and wound up running into the side of the boat and injuring people. And unfortunately for the tour boat operator, the one that was operating legally, the thriller, they've got deeper pockets. They've got insurance. That's who's going to get stung, you know, by this. However, if this was a court case that was going to be in front of a jury, it, unless there's some overwhelming uh, you know, negligence on the part of the operator of the thriller, I'm sorry, I'm not holding them liable. I'm holding the other guy liable for doing something stupid, which was running up on the side of this boat. 
It shouldn't have happened. Right. Well, it, and that's the way it sounds, right? Unless, you know, well, the boat was going I, too I, fast or something. Or there's but that's something else what the alert. boat is designed to do. Well, that's I know. the whole I'm, thing with the Thriller ride is well, it's a high-speed tour. This is what it does. This is how the boat operates. Yeah. You know. But that's again, what lawyers do, too. They try to find the the uh, company with the most money, and they're going to go after both of them, it sounds like, uh, even though it sounds that uh, the Thriller people sh- should not be held liable, for, at least from your perspective, from what we know. If I'm on a jury right. and you're suing that, that company, again, unless there's some overwhelming negligence that you can prove, like the captain was uh, under the influence, which would be a huge no-no, and although it may not have directly contributed to the accident, that would be a problem for mm-hmm. me. Uh, but unless you have some o- overwhelming evidence that shows that that boat was being operated negligently, again, this is what the tour is. This is what the boat is designed to do. I'm sure everybody that gets on that thing has got to sign a consent form and understands because the way this thing is set up, this is not your normal boat ride. Mm-hmm. This is a specific, it's tailored for a specific thing. Are you ready to rock and roll type thing? Right. And off you go. Yeah. And it's this other boat that if it was operating as an illegal charter, depending on who owns that boat, if there was proper insurance on it, mm-hmm. that's who you got to go after. Well, and it is, but, but it, you know, playing devil's advocate, you know, if, if the people were on the uh, thriller boat and, and they weren't, you know, cinched down on their seatbelts enough or whatever. And then the lawyer tries to say, well, you didn't protect these passengers to the level that you should have going that fast. But, you know, that's where they get into the weeds of all this nonsense. So I'm with you. But, I, I mean, I could see the other side if there is some other element at play there. So who knows what the Yeah, I don't is. know that seatbelts would be a good idea. I'm not sure if they had them or not. Well, um, those go fast uh, tourist boats. <laughs> they do that. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know if this one does... Uh, the twists and things. There's boats similar to like that. Uh, yeah, way you go the, around the ones that travel the, 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 the raging rivers yeah. and things like that. And it's well, a jet boat. Yeah, yeah you're definitely boat. harnessed in. Right, exactly. You know, if you're going to a certain speed, you, you probably should have your people fastened down to a certain extent. But I mean, who knows? I mean, well, I only mention it because we had, we had some comments. I, I won't call anybody out. You know, we it's 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 great thing about this country is we can agree to disagree. Uh, unless you're Greg, because he's always right. Right. So, I mean, if I agreed with Patrick, <laughs> we'd both be wrong. So, so you know, where I had, there were some comments where both boats were at fault. I disagree. You had one that was operating legally, the boat being used for its intended purpose, the people on board, you know, well aware, instructed, so on and so forth, and the other boat that was op- being operated recklessly, mm-hmm. certainly by this is a short video. But enough to see that you don't do that, what that other boat did. And that's where, you know, I'm I'm going after again, if I'm on the jury and you're suing thriller, I'm not I'm not giving you anything unless you can prove without a shadow of a doubt that they were operating negligently or you know, something like that. Otherwise, you're suing the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's unfortunate because, yeah. You are going to go after the ones with the most money, the ones that have got the bigger payout, and that'll never go to trial because the insurance company will be like, eh, no, we're just going to go ahead. How much do you want? Let's negotiate, well, maybe. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, it never is just one company they sue in situations like that, too. That's oh, no, the they'll go after. Now they're going to go after the, the manufacturer of the boat, the, 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 the company that built the seats. Uh, the people city that wasn't the, uh, policing the area well enough to keep uh, boaters from, you know, 
doing bad things. You know, Greg and Patrick failed to warn everybody right. about the hazards of oh, this. Oh, no, no, no. So no, no. We have there. no liability whatsoever. <laughs> Orla Boning uh, has no legal fight or, or dog in this fight. Right. More coming up on the World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You have successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Oh, look at this. So much fun, you'll ship your pants. You'll ship your pants, bro! Be singing and dancing, singing and dancing, singing and dancing, singing and dancing. When that great, great ship, ship comes in. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, we're your crew navigating the latest boating news and information. Uh, most of it you will find there at the World of Boating Facebook page or on it uh, or at worldofboating.com. Take your pick. All right, so what else do we got to navigate through before we wrap things up today, Patrick? What do we got? Well, uh, if you're over in the Ponce Inlet area, news story that broke this week. This is breaking news. Da, 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 da. Where's, uh, where's Barry when we need him? Yeah. yeah, on a Ponce Inlet boat hotel, which by any other name is a marina. So congratulations, Ponce Inlet. You're getting another marina. Um, congrats. But they're calling it a boat hotel? <laughs> yes, they are. Huh. All right. <sighs> Does it have some amenities that a typical marina may not have? Uh, owners John Hinton and Al Jarrell, Jarrell, not Jeru, uh, described the project as a river walk where people can dock their boats and walk to things and then stay overnight. Hmm. Sounds like a marina to me. Does indeed. <laughs> yeah. There, there will also be two houseboats for rent. The idea was inspired by Ponce Inlet leaders. Uh, they stress the importance of the town's historic lighthouse and the building's design and sticking with an old Florida feel, right. which means rusty nails, um, rusty tin roofs, and uh, cold beer, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of the go- cold beer. You got that much right. But yeah, I mean, do they give you any extra things like, you know, room service on your boaters, you know? Uh, oh, uh, some Jarell hotel says amenities. he hopes it will help. Jarell says he hopes it will help local restaurants expand by offering more quick service meals to boaters. Hmm. <laughs> so, okay. um, yeah, it's uh, and it'll have a get this. You will able you will be able to bring your boat into this boat hotel. This is this is I can't believe they actually have the technology to do this. Yeah, you can get fuel what? for your boat get out yeah out on floating out on the water you can pull your boat up and they're gonna have a fuel pump out there you can get fuel you can actually you can fuel your boat that's right. like i can't believe that technology exists well wait this just is, so we're this clear is ridiculous too uh they're calling it a boat hotel yes. um <laughs> uh, how do we know it's not a boat motel what's the difference between hotel motel holiday uh, h and m <laughs> is that it 
<laughs> There's no other elements to it. Uh, mo- okay. mo- motels are pretty much for cars. Yeah. Mm. Uh, All right. They're called. It, it's okay. Just, so I don't know what the difference is, but yeah, I, I guess this would technically be a botel. Uh, right. Uh, well, okay. Uh, but um, it's really not. It's a marina. So congrats mm. on your marina. Wish you all the success with your uh, Uber delivered food, your uh, industry shaking, uh, never seen before fuel dock. Mm-hmm. Um, Way and to shake I, up the spin there. I'm tell- <laughs> Get some uh, free publicity. <laughs> Worked uh, on the world slow, of boating. Slow news day in Ponce Inlet. That's all I got to say. Hey, <laughs> God bless him for trying. All right. What else so, we got? Uh, you know, over the uh, the COVID era, we had discussed, of course, you know, what had happened with uh, boats and the boating industry, uh, boat manufacturing and boaters as a whole, where we saw the unexpected, which was boat sales literally went went through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen anything like it. Don't know that we'll ever see anything uh, come around like that ever again. But here's some numbers, uh, because we're kind of they there's some feeling that we're in this boat bubble. This is something that I actually bought up when all these boats started getting sold. And I saw, uh, the people that were buying these boats and had mentioned several times that, you know, this, this could be a problem. It could also wind up being an opportunity for those people that are willing to wait a little bit and look at a really nice pre-owned boat with minimal time on it. So according to the Marine retailers association, Get this, more than 800,000 people bought boats for the first time in 2020 and 2021, and in 2022, another 312,000 were added. First-time boat owners. Good. That's, that's frightening. Well, I mean, well, there's no, what's the downside? More uh, people because, in boating? Is because... Good. 42% of first-time owners leave boating within the fri- first five years. All right. Well, like you and said, then it becomes a buyer's market for people looking for a good used boat, right? It does. But, but again, you got to keep that machine going. So you really where the article is focused on, and this is, is available on the website and on the World of Boating Facebook page, and would appreciate any feedback that you know our, our, our devoted listeners have on this, because I know you all have been boating for quite a there, there We may have some newbies out there, and hopefully you're learning something as well. But with this, if you can keep that first-time boater in that boat for five years, okay, they're going to have a much better, you know, you got to get through that first year, especially new boats. You're going to have some issues. There's a big learning curve. Dealers have certainly got to step up. They've been challenged with lack of sale, uh, staff in making sure that they're doing proper uh, deliveries, uh, new boater orientations following up with phone calls how are you enjoying that boat is there anything we can help with that hasn't happened a whole lot but when you can get that first time boater through that first five years and when you get them into that second boat that rate of 42 percent leaving drops to 24 percent. so they're more than likely going to stay within uh that recreational element of boating if manufacturers if dealers can really kind of step up and provide that experience that they need throughout the range throughout that first you know really that first year if you can get them through that first year almost like babysitting them 
they're going to have a much better time year two, year three, by year, by year three, year four, year five, probably they're pretty much hands off at that point. And then as a dealer, you're looking to grow your customer base. That's going to be the person you're going to target. So yeah, you're ready to move up from that 22 into a, you know, a 30 or a 35. You'd be ready to move up from that 35 into a 48, you know? Yeah, they, they will be, you know, a lot of them, and they're going to be more apt to then stay and not leave boating. And when they leave boating, that huge number, 42% is a huge number leaving within the first five years. They're not talking well about the experience that they've had to others. You know, it's going to be, they're usually leaving because of problems that they've had, whether it is a direct result of boat manufacturers, if it's a direct result of the engine manufacturer, or just a a lack of care and concern from the dealer. These numbers are very, very telling. And yes, it then does provide, yeah, for A, there's going to be 42% more boats, used boats coming into the market next year. Great. Except if you're a boat manufacturer where you want the you have to grow that base you got to keep them in boating you got to feed that pipeline if you will also the the boat buyers are becoming younger and one and a half times more likely to be women which i don't quite believe that statistic i think that's more how the boat gets registered than the person who's actually physically buying and using the boat a lot of times the guy wants the boat and it's the it's the uh-huh. woman that approves it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I've been yeah. I've been hip to a, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, over, as most over the years. men on the planet have. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's just good business. You know, to to work the clients that you've already uh, attained. Uh, that's a much better approach to growing the industry as a whole, as opposed to wait waiting for the next pandemic that causes the next you know sales surge. Because people are looking for, you know, escape pods from the apocalypse. So, uh, you know, take your pick on business sense. I think you know where we lean in that regard. All right. And on that note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it is sail or motor, life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.